How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. It's Dickerson. I love Dick. And Wiggy. Boobies? Booty. Booty. Dick and Wiggy. So we're faced with coming in here, and I know people are, are pissed. Get mm-hmm. out of here. Get your ass out of here. Stop taking pictures Ooh. of my head. There's a lot of uh, uh, emotions out there. You you seem pretty emotional about this. And I get it. Turp derp, like I get it. The death threats are a little <laughs> too much. I'm feeling uh, a bit threatened. Yeah, stop coming after my kids. <laughs> That's a lie. You're just pissed off because you, you like Jerry and we love them We should go to like, the local news well. and talk about how we're getting death threats. Oh. The worst tweet I'd ever <laughs> received. They wanted you guys to die in a pool of AIDS. It was fun. It was charming. It was cute. Thank you, Jerry! Dick and Wiggy on Sports Radio WEEI. Death threats. Is that what it's come to now with this uh, radio station? Somebody's getting death threats? Apparently, if you listen to the open and you listen to uh, Glenn, the afternoon show, and Glenn, I mean, Glenn, sometimes, let's just say, let's put it this way, Wiggy. Mm hmm. Stretches the truth, maybe, just just a wee bit. So he's getting death threats. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know. Do we know why Ken? Yeah, I mean, uh, Ken is on the other side. Lucy's probably some the of his basketball takes. <laughs> I mean, I could see that. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't agree with most of Glenn's or a lot of Glenn's basketball takes, but not enough to threaten to kill him. Are, are there death threats coming in? I think at the Glenn station? now is making the case that he's the face of the station. Now the now that Jerry has moved on, he's the face, okay. and so he's getting all the heat. He's he's the pincushion for everybody around here. That's of course if you believe the premise that he is getting death threats, which. Lucy Burge, hard at work this morning for yeah. the last hour, combing through the Ordway mentions. Uh, I believe found nothing. In I did not find one tweet that mentions dying in a pool of AIDS or death threats for Glenn or anything. I don't think these tweets exist. But uh, could he have gotten a phone call? Could have? Could the station have gotten a phone call? Ooh. Could he have had a, a message left on his voicemail? Something like that. I mean, it could have been. It could have been a text. But Fourier did say the worst tweet he's ever seen. Is that one? And I couldn't find anything like that. Could have been could have been scrubbed. Already yeah. could have been deleted. Well, that's when you know you made it when you got death right. threats. You gotta you gotta welcome that stuff. You ever? Well, I don't know about I that. welcome. I, it's like you know. Have you ever gotten a death? Have you ever literally seriously gotten a death threat where something had to be done? No, I I've never gotten one. I I've never gotten one. It's like that movie. I forget that movie. Where I think it might have been James Cagney when he's like at the top of the thing. And he's like, you know, like Mama, I finally made it or something like that. Like top of the world. <laughs> That's when you know you made it. When I'm you a got, black man. When you, <laughs> see, I mean, Jerry, listen, hey, you, you as a black man, you're gonna get some de- death threats. So, but you know what? That's you like, are. Well, no, well, I mean, you know, old people get death threats. Well, that's like I said, when you know you made right. it. You, when you get that. All right, so I made it back in like. 2004. Well, there I you guess. go. See, okay. you were top of the world. I didn't actually think of it that way at first. I, I kind of, well, I was at, at, at when I was at Comcast, mm-hmm. and somebody called in, left me a message, left a message at the main, right. at the main desk, and they had to call the police and they had to get <laughs> interviewed and all that. And, no, no, I'm, I'm the one calling the death threats in now to her. <laughs> no, so she, she wasn't around back back then. She was right. somewhere else. But did he so, win the Tommy Award? And somebody called in. And they said, oh, I was just joking. I was just trying to get a rise out of them. So, but but what, they had to call the cops and everything. What was the uh, the initial reason 
that you got the death threat. I don't see. I don't remember. I think it was just a generalized thing. Okay, it wasn't because of one thing that see, I see. Like said, Ken said, in general with, with with Glenn, it's because he thinks he's now <clears throat> excuse me the face of the station. So that's where he thinks that these dr- death threats are coming from. Mm-hmm. So in your case, you don't really know. But um, and it wasn't serious. They put the cops on and everything. Yeah. And the the guy, you know, like a lot of these things, you just you never know. Right. But like a lot of these things, it's just oh, why yeah. a guy a guy says, oh, I was just trying to be funny. Right. I'm just kidding. I'm just right. trying to get a rise out of somebody. And it was one of those things. But especially what? nowadays, right? You See, I wouldn't never put know. law enforcement. I'd put the goons on it. So, yeah. so if it I been on the text machine, Wiggy. If I ever that's get, one of the places I it could have been. If I ever get a death threat, I'll call up the goons and let's see if they can take care of it. And I, I'm, I, I'm, See, that's what you needed back then. You a needed, goon squad? You needed a goon squad. I had that. Call up. I had a goon squad. Oh, you did? So you should have yeah. called them and let them Gary, take... Gary Tangway. You didn't call Gary and say, Gary... No, I did. Take, I, I told him. Take care of this? I knocked on his office door next to mine, and I said, Gary, All take, take, take care of this. Throw, throw the ski mask on and get a little bit of rope and duct tape. Uh, it was no a, longer, no more death threat. It's a different <laughs> Tangway back then, Wiggy. It's a little different Tangway than he is right now. Yeah. So it's Wiggy and Dickerson in for... The Hillman Morning Show, which will start on uh, July 29th. Until then, it's the two of us today. You got a mixed bag of people tomorrow and the next day, and just stay tuned. You never know who is going to be on the airways here, 6 to 10. It's very fluid in the morning. Yes, it is. It's a fluid situation. (laughs) Wiggy's trying to get used to working with guys named Greg. That's why he requested you specifically. So, were you uh, going to throw your hat in the ring? Because according to the press release, it says. Rotating, yeah. What is it? Uh, contributors? Yeah. Is that what it was? I've, I've, I've already, I've already reached out and uh, went by Greg Hill's house, left him a nice bouquet of, you know, fruits on the, uh, uh, on the front stoop. Lickety lick the lick, porch. Lick, lick. See if I can get in. So for me, you know, at the end of the day, I'm a Miss Jerry. I still, you know, I'm, a, I'm a t- talk to him through, te- through text message. I'm a Miss Jerry. Uh, it was good, you know, even though it was a short period of time for me. Uh, with Jerry, but uh, I will will say this: He is as real as they come, and all that nonsense that people are spewing him about him on social media. As a black man, I've never felt like this dude was racist or said any racist things in any type of way. Um, so it's funny, I you know there there was one uh, I've heard a number of people say stuff. Uh, I saw one tweet last night or yesterday afternoon, and I responded mm-hmm. to a person. Uh, they're a golf writer. Yeah, and I saw they, that. They, you saw that. Okay, and they said something to the effect of, you know, racist, yeah. homophobic. I, I never... Something, he, and what was the third one? Uh, misogynistic. And I'm thinking to myself, well, wait a minute, Wiggy's a black guy. Yes. He's on the show. Right. Alex Reamer is openly gay. Right. He's on the show. Right. I'm kind of confused yeah, I, here I, because if he was that racist, that... Uh, well, I can't say sexist, but if he was that racist, he's not sexist. Right. If he were that racist and that uh, homophobic, uh, homophobic, right? Why are these guys on the show? Right. Or it, or it would make sense. Or would have read its ugly head at one point. In exactly. Time. Yes. You know, and you know, and, and like I've said this before, you just because somebody doesn't agree with you on a uh, 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 certain things, it, it doesn't make them you know homophobic, racist. It does, Homophobic. Jerry was infatuated with Reamer's homosexuality. Right. <laughs> just the opposite. And so, he wanted to. Know, he wanted to know more. I felt uncomfortable sometimes listening to him. Right. And so I think what what hopefully I was able to do, you know, in my like I said, a short period of time of working with Jerry. Uh, you know, it sucks that I'll probably, you know, at least in the immediate future, won't be able to work with him anymore. But 
the the thing that I w- wanted to just be able to do was just open his eyes to a different world, you know, to a world that just based on where he was from, his age and and, and who he was, he not he didn't get to see and that was my world. And so um and I've never felt any way whatsoever like, oh, this dude is like talking sideways or saying something slick or, or that kind of thing. Right. Um, I appreciate that, Jerry. But all that other stuff is, like I said, is all nonsense because hanging out with him afterwards, that's when you can really see somebody's true colors. Like, right. so we've had, you know, we've sat down and we've had lunch together and, you know, we, we spent some time on that uh, uh uh, Retrex private jet going down to the Super Bowl. Weren't you at on? Were you at Encore on Friday? Yeah, him okay. and I were at Encore on Friday. I got to meet his his lovely wife and his son. I mean, you know, he's got a great family. And Jerry was, like I said, as real as they come. And I never felt anything like that around him. You know, even if I didn't agree with some of the stuff he said, it had nothing to do with him. You know pointing out some of that stuff because of race or anything like that. It's just his beliefs, but that doesn't make him a racist. And you did say he had one foot in the grave and the other on a banana yeah, peel, but I that, was your quote. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's true. You know what I mean? When you get to a certain age, Ken, that's what it is, you know? My grandfather used to say it all the time. When you get above, what's Jerry, like 75 now? No, uh, yes, he's got a, no, he's like 71, 72. He's not uh, 75 well, yet. There you go. One foot on the grave. We all want a uh, banana peel. Yeah, so. I guess you're right. 70, and, 72, 75. Yes. It's not a big, not a big you, huge difference. Between yeah, once you hit the 70s, yeah. it's like, you know what? You might as well. That's why everybody's talking about Jerry getting another job and doing something. I mean, come on. You're in your 70s, you see, Jerry. Well, Move you, on. You see what happens. retire. Kind of like uh, Glenn Oldway. You right, see, exactly. You see what happens generally like when people, re- you know, not he didn't retire, but some people, when they stop working at that age, six months later, boom. They're, They're gone. gone. <laughs> they got nothing else to do. So they don't Jerry, have to do it get themselves. Get back to work, you know? All I know is, thank God, we got one of the old men out of here. Now Dale's next. Right. And then Ordway. Anybody over the age of 65 on this radio station? Dale we need here. To, we need to get rid of. Is get that what it is? Bring in the youth. Bring in the youth. Right. Bring in the, the people in their youth. 40s. People in their 40s. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, but now we're, we're going to, like I said, I'm a, I'm a Miss Jerry. Um, I, I, I personally, I'm looking forward to Greg Hill. Yeah, and our new morning overlord. I, I would like to, I would like to bow and praise and salute the great Greg Hill, one of the great morning show talents, mm-hmm. one of the greatest Wait, humanitarians. Are you angling? The, does it sound no? Of no, I'm no, just no. I, no. I mean this all with my heart and my tr- uh, right. every true fiber of my being. I've always looked up to Greg Hill. Okay. I've always dreamt of being able to work with such a great talent and great human right. being like Greg Hill. Yeah, I've been... I, I think it's time. I think this is well overdue to bring him over. Yeah, here. I've been listening well to that podcast, and, you know, I'd really... It'd be interesting to see, but Danielle, I guess she has friends with benefits that she talks about openly on the show. Really? I guess Greg Hill's a big foodie, you know. So it'd be interesting to see. <laughs> and everybody's angling. I, I'm not. No, not, not, no, not no. At all. You're going to step your game up there. Say that again. One, one more. One more time, uh, Ken. You could. You guys could do better than that. He's a foodie. That's that's your that's your. Flattering no, 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 that was him. That, no, that, that, that's, that's Wiggy. That's I, what I, I heard. I called the guy Greg humanitarian. That's what I heard on the show. You know, Greg and I. Have, I think we've we've him sat down uh, a few times. I think I might have done one of his events or went to one of his bars. So oh, probably. Yeah, him and I got a good relationship. I'm angling, uh, Ken. So Greg Hill Foundation, yep. one of the great foundations and all of charity in the world. Yeah, it's right up there with uh, Berkshire Hathaway and all the stuff that uh, that Warren Buffett does. Great, great man. Yeah, well, he'll, great. That great he'll be in there in a couple I'd weeks. Be so. honored if I could ever just be in the same studio. Well, 
You and I both. <laughs> what do you want to get into this morning, Wiggy? I don't know. I guess the big the, the big talk around here is the uh, eighteen game season in the NFL. Is that what it is now? I, I, I get it's. I don't know if it's a big talker, but obviously it was something that was uh, dumped on us. I think it was late on. Wasn't it late on Friday? The story came. Yeah, out? the Wall Street Journal. I think actually Thursday night. The Wall Street Journal. Thursday the post. night. And Kraft, by the way, was. One of the two-man NFL ownership crew, he and uh, Jerry Jones, that proposed this, right, at the last CBA meeting? Right, but w- I'm it's, all it's, for it. You're all for it, but yes. in, in, the, in the current um, incarnation that it's in, I think it's one of the dumbest ideas. And I think that the NFL is brilliant mm-hmm. in throwing this out there because they say, okay, we're going to ask for the moon and the stars in the right. world. We're going to ask for something that there is just no possible way that the players would well, ever I, vote for and allow. Well, I think if you tweaked it a little bit, I, I don't. I know that this there has been reports of like, okay, it's an 18-game season, but players can only play in 16 games or something to that right, effect, right. which I think that part is is stupid. I don't think that... Um, so, but, that's my, but that's my point, Wiggy, right. is if you're the owners and you really want this 18-game schedule, and it's obvious that they have for years, you ask for the moon and the stars and everything. But that's actually a benefit for the players. 18 games? Well, no, 18 games and you only got to play in 16? You're still paying me for 18 games, and that means I can get you know two weeks of not playing. So for them to throw that in there, that's not like something that benefits the owner. Owners that actually benefits well, the players. Definitely it, benefits the owners because you've got to make money over those two games no, as opposed to two preseason games. Right, but but what ends up happening if this? Let's say they're 18 games, and uh, let's just say that you they're saying that players can only play in 16. So two of those regular season games. You're not going to be able to have, you know, starters playing and that kind of thing, which that's not a benefit for a team because of the fact that what if a team needs to, you know, play one of their starters, but they can't because he's already played in 16 games. I think when you look at the 18-game schedule, and I remember when I was playing, this was something that was kind of like talked about very, you know, very uh, uh, lightly, was if 18 games meant, okay, we're probably going to eliminate two uh, preseason games, right. right? Which is cool because you ain't paying me like you are in the regular season and preseason. So what that means in the 18 games is now I get to make more money. Players are all for that because the majority of the players in that league, I'd say 70%, 75% of the players in that league, you know, for them it's about the money. So if you're going to add two more games, that means I can get, you know, two more game checks. I'm all for it. Get rid of two preseason games because at the end of the day, preseason is a joke, you, anyways. You would you would you would know this better than I would. Uh, for someone who's inactive, yes. salary does not change no, at all. No, okay. salary does not change. You get paid. You get paid over uh, sixteen weeks in an NFL season. That's what you get paid. But, okay, the difference is uh, uh, the difference is practice squad. If practice you get called squad, up, you get paid. Yes, practice squad money so, is different. So if you get if you're in a practice squad, it's like you're getting paid. You know. Part time, and then as soon as you get brought up to the to the fifty three man roster, now you become you'd get you know full time money, and that money would change for you. I I just can't picture a guy like Tom Brady, Drew Brees, mm-hmm. uh, any other quarterback you uh, uh, any other quarterback you want to mention around the league. I can't imagine them saying, "Yeah, you know, I'm willing to go into." This game and that game and maybe another couple of games without my left tackle. I'm going to go right. in without my right guard and my left guard because, well, they've got to sit. And it, it, I don't see how it benefits the game 
when you've got week eight. Well, Tom Brady's playing, but uh, two-fifths of his offensive line, they're going to sell this year. And, and, and so for the owners to propose that, right, that doesn't make any sense. If the players were proposing that, saying, okay, we'll do an 18-game season, but we're only, you know, players only have to play in 16 games. That's the max that they can play in in the regular season. That benefits the players more than it does the owner. So for the owners to propose this, it makes no sense because, A, like you said, you go into a game and you now you might not you might be without your starting left tackle. You might be out without your starting running back. You might need to win a playoff game. I mean, think about Think about this. How many games are decided at the end of the season and week? You know, when we see it as of right now, we see it as week 14, 15, 16, or, you know, 15 and 16. Now, all of a sudden, you're, you, it's weird. How do you manage that? How do you manage a guy's, you know, what games he's playing in? Because now that means you do that at the beginning of the year so you know you can have them for those two extra games at the end of the but season. But that's interesting for the fans. That's interesting strategy. You really think so, though? I think so. When, it, it when might, to sit Tom Brady or two, which two games? Right, you... but that's fantasy football, right? I mean, how do you, how do you as an as an organization prepare your season for that when every game in the NFL... The two Jets games, Brady sits. It's pretty easy. I mean, yeah, but what, those, two, both those, Jets games? Whatever. Bills. But those, but those two games could be so critical. I mean, look at what we saw last year with the Miami Dolphins game down in Miami, the miracle of Miami. And they lose that game, and that ultimately affects them for home field advantage in the playoffs. So you can't just say, let's We've sit seen up. them lose to bad teams. Right. It's not like baseball or basketball where you got a ton of games. And you go, yeah, I will sit them for two games. You only got, you know, if you move it to 18, you only got 18 games. And you, you can't just say, all right, we're going to sit Brady for two games which would be stupid to do. So I think the owners proposing this is just dumb. It doesn't benefit uh, the team. It doesn't really... Well, it benefits the team. They're suggesting $2.5 billion in additional no, no, revenue I'm just by talking doing a, this. Yeah, I know I'm, what you mean by in terms of the teams. I'm just talking about the, the uh, players only playing 16 games. I love the 18-game schedule because, like you said, it's more money. So you would have been fine with it as a player. Yes. You're looking at it not just as a talk show host, but even as a player. As a player, yes. You would love it. I would have loved it. I would have been all over it. I would have been like, yes, give me two more games. That means two more game checks. I'm with it. And um, Because that's the thing, right? What if they said to you, um, two more games, but you can play in all 18? What, what do you mean? What You're getting two game checks, yeah. but you got to play in all 18 games. Yeah, I don't care. You don't care? Yeah, I'm playing okay. 18. I mean, I'm playing. I can understand why you'd say, hey, give me two more game checks and oh what? I don't have to play in two what? of those think, games? Yeah, sign me up. Think about this, right? Tell the truth. I'm already playing in, you know, almost 18 games anyways because I'm playing in the th- preseason. So let's just say in the preseason, add up all your playing time. Sometimes... Depending on who you are, unless you're like a Tom Brady or Rob Gronkowski, which you're at the top of the food chain, everybody else is playing in, you know, playing in preseason game two or playing in preseason game. Yeah, but game. what are you playing, Wiggy? I mean, if, if let's say you're not Brady or Gronkowski or right? Edelman. Let's say you're a, a, a Kyle Van Noy. Yeah. Let's say you're... Ha- you're probably only playing two preseason games or maybe two preseason games and a quarter. So you are adding time and wear and tear to your body. What I'm saying is as of right now, I'm playing in 18 games with the four preseason games. I'm playing in 16 regular. And then I'm playing in a couple preseason games that might add up to almost two games. So I'm doing it now anyways. If you eliminate, if you add 18 games, I think what the players will then say is, okay, if you're going to add 18 games to the schedule, then you need to eliminate two preseason games. And the way that you, because the preseason, what a lot of people don't understand, 
preseason games mean absolutely nothing for guys like Brady, for guys like Edelman, even for like a guy like Kyle Van Noy, right? You, the preseason is for those guys that are trying to make that, that are trying to make the practice squad, or that are trying to showcase their, showcase their skills for other teams, or trying to make that. Braxton Barrios. Yeah, they're trying to make that fifty second, fifty third spot. Um, so the preseason, you got to look at it as a, that should be for the younger guys. They should be playing in that. The vets and all that, you should be able to evaluate them during training camp, during game. Maybe you have some more like inner squad practices. That's where the evaluation comes from for those guys. You don't need four preseason games. Well, the four, the four preseason games, I mean, think about it, Wiggy. The four preseason games have been around for at least 40, 50 mm-hmm. years. I mean, it goes way back to the 70s and 60s when guys weren't staying in shape during the offseason, right. and guys were, were smoking butts and saying, oh, geez, it's July 20th. Right. I better get in shape right now. That's what camp is for. That's what the four preseason games are right. for. Or, or you were like, all right, we really need to see some of these guys play in game situations, guys that we're going to be counting on this year. Now when you kind of look at it, you really you know, you know, really don't need to do that. It, you, you can get away with you know simulating a lot of stuff in practice. Um, and that's why the preseason. So I, I can see the players going. All right, we'll take the eighteen games. You eliminate two preseason games. I, I'm totally pro player in all this. I'm mm-hmm. anti owner. I think it's just such a friggin' cash grab. Oh, it is such a money grab, and so greedy of the owners to not be willing to say, okay, we'll get rid. And I understand it's, it's capitalism. It's business. Right. I know they're not going to say, hey. We're going to get rid of these two preseason games. Right. We're going to keep it at 16 games. They could do all that, and the sport would be fine. Business right. would be fine. They'd make money hand over fist. But I understand. But, they, the, but they're greedy, but, and they want to take those two preseason games that they're not monetizing and turn it into regular season games in which they can monetize Well, well think it. about Yeah, and that's at the end of the day. That's, that's why the NFL is the biggest sport in the world. Because think about this. Not only do you add two regular season games – that means more money for them as far as when it comes to you know uh, uh, you know ticket gates and you know people being able to go to two extra regular season games because if you see preseason, it's hardly anybody there, right? But they charge full price for those preseason yes, games, right? Right, but the thing I think what you're gonna what you they jack that up. Well, I don't know if they would jack that up if they're charging full price for the preseason. But what I'm saying, I think another way that they're able to make money on this is think about all those fantasy football players out there. And those fantasy football leagues, now you get a, an extra two more games, which means more money, you know, just in general for the NFL. Because I think How's that get, more money for the NFL. Doesn't, doesn't the NFL have a piece of that fantasy football in some way? Uh, I mean, there are just so many different fantasy f- football leagues. I know the NFL does a fantasy football like, thing on their website, but I don't think it's not a pay. It's not a, hey, sign up for right. $30 and okay. you, you, you can select your own team on NFL.com. It's nothing like that. Well, I mean, I just I think that they realize that it's just it's better for the business all around. I guess I guess my point is that you know people love fantasy football now, so they know if we can add two more games, this just means more revenue somehow will trickle down to us because of that those extra two games. And the NFL is big business. That's why that's why they're trying to get everything done with the CBA. And I've heard that they're trying to get things done before the new CBA before the start of the, uh, the this year. Yeah, the no. season. Because at the end of the day, the players don't want to potentially have to strike because, uh, you know, a large portion of those guys, they're living from paycheck to paycheck. And they're like, listen, do whatever you got to do 
to make sure we're playing and we're getting paid. And so I think the owners know that. So they're, they're going to try to see, okay, how can we squeeze as much as we can out of these players and, and put them in a position where they have no choice but to say, all right, that sounds like a good deal. We'll sign it. I'll, I'll, I'll ingratiate myself to you. As I said, I'm completely pro-player. Mm-hmm. I wish the players got more money, right. got more. Uh, uh, th- there were more safety concerns for them that were real. Um, to me, I just wish the players could stand up. I wish they had. I wish it, they it, had it, the balls they, to stand up. But it's I not about thought, the balls. I thought see? this time they were going to do it. Yeah, but I, I, I thought don't they think, would do it with this one. I don't think. See, like it's wrong to say it's about if you wish they had the balls because it's not well, about. They don't. Well, it's not, not about, willing to give up the, the the paycheck. Well, because listen, it's it, we've seen it all the time, right? We 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 talked about it just on 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 this radio station, right? If you're in a position where you can say, you know what. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to what they say. I'm not I'm not gonna come in here and conform because they want me to say this. I'm gonna say, nah, I got money, I'ma wait until it all works out for me. 70, 75% of the players are not in the position where they got that FU money and they can say, nah, we don't need a play. You know, maybe uh Brady or Breeze, you're talking about guys that, you know, making twenty million dollars a year. That can do that, but if you're talking about a guy like, say, Kyle Van Noy, or 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 you know Derek Rivers, or who, who you know somebody like a Landon Roberts, these guys are not in that position where they got that fu money and go, you know what? Let's not even do nothing. Let's let's just say the hell with it. We're striking until they, till the owners who are billionaires say we're gonna we're gonna meet your needs. Then their plays ain't gonna do that. You're only getting paid 16 weeks, right? Why are they willing to do it in so many other sports, but they're because not willing to do it in the NFL? The guaranteed money. money. The guaranteed money. Think about this. I don't know how the NBA works, but I mean, I imagine if you're playing 82 games, you're getting paid over an 82 game period. Yeah, you get every two weeks. And the NFL, January 1st, your last paycheck comes. You don't get another real paycheck until September. You know, whatever it is after that first regular season game. So you got to go from January to to September. And that's what's that, eight, nine months? And I'm granted, I'm not saying they're not making good money, but you're living a different lifestyle. So you don't have. You can't get chosen to get paid. All the way, no. all you can't say over the yeah, whole year. Yeah, I want no, my I, 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 I try to, every two weeks. I try to year. do that with Gene Upshaw when I was playing. Is like to have that as an option where players would be able to kind of like defer their money over a full year or so, having different options. But you can't do that in the NFL because the reason why they don't want to do that is because what happens if you get hurt? They don't want to now say, "All right, we got to figure." It's more work for them if somebody <laughs> gets hurt. Or if they cut a guy and they go, "We owe him X amount of dollars." because we're paying him on a yearly basis. It, you know, they're lazy in the league. They don't want to have to do that. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. Jermaine Wiggins, Greg Dickerson on this uh, Tuesday morning. Ken and Lucy are here on the other side as well. We'll get into the Red Sox more on the 18-game schedule in the NFL. We'll get into the Red Sox, and uh, I will tell you, I've now given up on the Boston Red Sox. It is time to sell, sell, Cell will have our memorial uh, Jerry Cal- or Jerry Callahan memorial story of okay. the morning All right. involving the United States women's national team. Okay, well, I, I like to look at more as a memorial All right, like, I got you know, you. celebration. <laughs> that that was yesterday. <laughs> the celebration of Jerry's life was yesterday. Today we memorialize Jerry Callahan on this show. It's Dick and Wiggy Sports Radio WEEI. This is Boston Sports Station. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. 
Trending now brought to you by the Lennox Home Comfort System. Make a smart choice about your home comfort. Up to $1,600 in rebates. Call Climate Zone 866-891-7203. Today, conditions apply. See dealer for details. PLBG license 3316C. By the way, part of the proposal uh, they've thrown out is an expanded playoff format as well. And one of the options would be adding a seventh team, a third wild card from each conference. Only the top seed gets a bye, and then you have three games in the first round. So that's two additional playoff games. That uh, works out. Which you know, seems easy. It's not an additional week. Play, you get two more games. You know, it's playoff money. You yeah. get you get paid in the playoffs. So, guys, it's all about you make the playoffs. That means you get that extra cash, man. Straight cash, homie. Patriots <laughs> training camp, by the way, starting a week from Thursday. Imagine that. Braxton Berrios is there already trying to curry favor with the uh, coaching staff after a washed-out rookie year. Tom Brady is just bored. He's responding to Twitter, oh. Twitter trolls. He went at Hippo Razor yesterday saying that. he's much faster than you, Matt. Some guy named Matt. Jack did, did, did you see the video he put up? With the, uh, yeah, with the, where he with ran the video? The 40. Yeah. yeah. Pretty fast. Did he did he delete that tweet? Because I went looking oh, for it. No, I, I'm asking you if he did because I went looking on his Twitter page for that tweet, and I didn't see it. I don't know. So the, I don't know if he deleted it or not. I don't know if it's on his page because he responded to the guy, so I don't know how but that just works. Wait, Tom, Tom, I know you're a big fan of the Dennis and Callahan, Kirk and Callahan, mm-hmm. Mutt and Callahan program, so hopefully you're listening this morning. Just stop. No, there's Tom... I'm sorry, say that again? The tweet is still up. It is yeah. still up. under why, tweets uh, and replies. Why okay, would you stop, uh, Greg? Why would you? It's We got to August 15th before the end of clapback season. So No, no, I'm telling Tom. <laughs> it, Let it, him clap. It, why does he need to clap? Hey, it's somebody named Hippo Razor yeah. 32. We're skipping right. OTAs. What the hell? Tom friggin' Brady. That's all right. You Every, don't need to clap back yeah, at it's losers clap back like that. Season. That's Tom, all right. Bigger than trying that, to sell books. That. Trying and to it, sell TB12 methods. Well, trying to it, keep the name out there. He, to, to who? Hippo Razor yep. 34? Yep. Did you see the... Go look at his video of the 40 he then put up in uh, response to that. He looks pretty good. You're talking about the one where... Uh, the, the video was enhanced, where it's where it was sped up, and he was threw, that threw in a flash. Was that oh, the one that I saw? Was yeah, yes. I thought that was him running off in a big a cloud of dust. There I think in he the ran like a point six eight. Like, Jeez. <laughs> well, don't give up on the Red Sox yet. Uh, I'm done. Dick. No, no. Ten I'm eight done. win last night oh, over yeah. the Jays. Woo. Dramatic. Michael Chavis grand slam of the first. Come on. Time uh, to move on. Devers Granted, is 2000, on fire. 2020, baby. Devers is on fire. Brazier was charged with three runs in the eighth, so they made it interesting again. Brandon Workman came on to save it. Tonight, it's Andrew Kashner with the oh. debut. Going to be a huge walk-up crowd. It's not sold out already. 7-10 the first pitch on the Shaws and Star Market. WEI Red Sox Radio Network. Joe Castiglione and Dale Arnold on the call. And before the game, Eduardo Nunez DFA'd Hector Velasquez option to AAA. We continue with Dick and Wiggy here in the morning. This is the WEEI Sports Radio Network. I love the idea because the first thing they do by saying you can only play 16 is they blunt any notion that they're not concerned with safety. Whether they are or not, they blunt that notion. They probably get rid of dopey exhibition games in which good players get hurt for absolutely no reason. Mm-hmm. And they put strategy back in football because now if you're a coach, which two games do I sit Tom Brady? Which two games do I sit Khalil Mack? Which two games do I sit Saquon Barkley? And you're going to have to let teams know because betting is a factor here. You can't say, oh, I'll let you know it's a game time. No, they're not going to let it be a game time decision. I think this brings tremendous interest and excitement to the NFL. It brings tremendous excitement. I agree with that, Tony Kornheiser, from pardon the, uh, pardon the interruption. But here's the thing. How many coaches, mm-hmm. Wiggy, want the added pressure 
of more decision making. Right. How many how many coaches want to say, okay, I got three more things on my plate that I have to deal with every single week. I don't want another piece of strategy that I have to deal with and do every single week. You and me, as talk show hosts or right. as fans, we love it. It's great. Coaches don't want that. Right. And and not only do coaches not want that, but as a player, do I want that? Do I want do I want to be able to go into it knowing that, okay, maybe I'm not playing as well, right? Say I'm not playing as well and coach has to sit me because I've you know, I'm playing in my number of games where I have to at least sit one. Then we we've seen it here before with the Patriots in the uh when they did that documentary with Bill Belichick and it was basically, hey, do you know the story of Wally Pip? And uh, when he tells uh, Wes Welker that, and he had no idea, all it takes is for you not to be playing well. Now you have to sit because of this 16 games that you can only play in. The guy that they replace you for goes in and plays really well. Now, guess what? You don't get a st- your starting job back now. Now you're So as a player, I don't want that. Don't put that on my plate. Let me go out there. Let me have the ability to play in all 18 games. And as a coach now, I don't have to deal with when do I sit this guy. And when. Yeah, it might for the fans, it might be cool for fantasy football purposes. That's the way that Tony Kornheiser is looking at it. But his yeah, coach cares about the fans. Jeez. Right. No, but I don't think. They don't. The owners don't care about the fans. They care about their, but, their wallets. If, they, if, they, if the owners really cared about their fans, and they don't. They cared about their fans. They would either a eliminate two regular two preseason games, or they would simply lower the ticket prices. Yeah, but, and I understand that ain't happening. But if it did, they would they would show that they cared about their fans but, and their constituents. But but Ken, do you really believe by having that option in there where players can only play in sixteen games, it benefits the fans? If you're a yeah, fan, if I'm a fan, I'd like two more meaningful games, and I can see but, Jared but, Stidham play two games. What's but, wrong with that? As what, opposed to two preseason games. No, no, I get to no, see no, Brian Hoyer play Hoyer, in yeah. an important game in right. October. Woohoo! Right. But that, but that's my point. You made my point right there, right? So sit Brian now, Hoyer. Now it's October. You have to sit Brady. You, you got tickets to go see the Jets at Foxborough play the Patriots. You're all excited to go see Tom Brady. Now you got to see Brian Hoyer, Hoyer or Jared Stidham play because Brady is at his limit where we, where the coach has to sit him. Well, it's like the NBA. They take 20 games off and, there, and, so what and, the hell? And, and fans bitch and complain right. because they want to see the superstars playing. So this is not a good thing for fans with this 16-game limit because you might be one of those, you might go to one of those games or have to watch one of those games where you don't get to but see. But you get two more meaningful weeks of football. That is great well, for is fans. It re- is, it, is, it, is it really meaningful? Will right. those games mean something? Will they be good I'm not football? Sit everybody for the for well, no, but I, what, what if a What if a Coach says, "You know what? I'm better off sitting three of my starting right. offensive line." I mean, do you make that decision? Do you start? Do you do you sit one? Do you sit two? Do you sit three? I mean, there's continuity in an out. offensive yeah, Ken, line. There's no way you could say it's more meaningful in, in any way, shape, or form. In a preseason game? No, no. Yes, in a preseason game. We're I'm, we're not talking about preseason. We're talking about whether and we're talking about the the players playing in 16 games that limit versus the 18 games because you're saying you like the 16 game um, limit where players can only play in 16. I mean, games. that's the only way the players would do it. I of course I'd love to see them play all 18. No, but, but I'm not going to agree to that. I think the players will agree to all 18 games because it'll be mean. It'll it obviously it'll mean more money to them. Why would owners want to propose this knowing that this is going to alienate fans in the sense that now wait a second I got to watch two regular season games where in both of those games I'm not going to see Tom Brady play alienate fans Wiggy 
fans and that, would lap this really, up. They would love this. Yeah, you think of, you think somebody would enjoy going to a game knowing that Brady's not playing? They go to no. preseason games when I'm Brady not, doesn't play. Yeah, and they don't enjoy but it. That's here. That's here. And, and if the preseason the games the league, are not though. sold out, can you have you been on preseason well, games? Are sold. Tickets yes. are sold out. Well, I'm talking about the people that actually go to those games and watching those games. It's not like well, it's pretty full. Nah, it's, it's not, pretty full. Not, like, not like a regular season game, though. Well, you may have a thousand empty seats, maybe, but those tickets are sold, and yeah, people like to go just because you get to go. But I, what I'm saying is, from the standpoint of you watching the game, right? You'd rather see Tom Brady playing in a regular season game versus Tom. Brady Brady not playing in a regular season game because he has to sit based right. on but this But that's not rule. the comparison. The comparison is you're going to go watch a preseason game that means no, nothing, no, no. or you're going to go see a no, game no, that no, now means not. something, but Brady's not playing, but it means something, and you get to see Jared Yeah, Stan. yeah, we're not talking about the preseason. I, I'm with you on that. Eliminate the two preseason. Well, that's what's happening. They're going no, to no, but, but they're talking about the 18-game versus the 16-game minimum play. That's what we're talking about here. I'd rather say, this is what I'm saying, eliminate the two preseason games, have the 18-game schedule, and let the players play in all 18 games. That's to me, is the best way to do it, and it makes the owners happy, the fans will enjoy it, um, the players will, will feel good about it, everybody's happy. To do 16 games, um, players can only play in 16 out of the 18 regular season, there's going to be some issue there because you might get caught at one of those games where you don't get to see Brady play. At, at what point in time do you have to have your rosters in, too? That's the other thing. It's not 90 minutes before a game. When do you, When do you? if you're an NFL team, let's, let's take the Patriots, for example, mm-hmm. uh, and Tom Brady hasn't sat yet and it's week 9 or week 10 of the regular season, when do you have to tell everybody, gamblers, fantasy football players, all of the above, when do you have to tell them that Tom Brady's not going to not going to play this week? Well, I think they you tell would, them on Wednesday. You say Thursday. No, is I there th- a deadline. I think they would treat it like they do the injury report, right? So when you look at the injury report, um, it would be what is it? Hour before kickoff. Yeah, it's whatever. like yeah, it's like know, a, it's like ninety minutes before. See, kickoff. that's good strategy. Then yeah, you but can't I spend all week planning for Brady. You have to gamble. I understand. Prepare for Hoyer I, and everything he brings. But I understand gambling is not tied into the NFL yet. It it soon will be, but. How do you say to gamblers, or how do you say the to same the way it's better? for the injuries? I know, but how do you put a line if you're Las Vegas? How do you put a line on a game? Say you say it's the Patriots and the Jets, right? And the Pats are minus thirteen right. against the Jets because you're thinking Tom Brady's playing, right? Then all of a sudden, Tom Brady gets pulled out at eleven thirty on Sunday. Well, we're going to deactivate him. Brian right. Hoyer's going to start, right? How do you, I That's mean? Gonna blow up the line of the game. As a gambler, you don't place your bet until the the inactives come out. I mean, could you, you got to wait. Well, no, well, see, a lot, or you gen- take a risk. A lot of degenerates out there. No, no, can. no. But, but they can't wait but until Greg, twelve o'clock you, you on Sunday. You make a good point because now you have to sway. You have to sway the or or um the whoever's setting the line now has to switch the line last minute. Like you said, right. Pat's a minus thirteen an hour and a half before the game. Brady's not playing. Uh-oh, Pat's the now minus seven and a half or something like that. Right. So you'd have to do that last minute. I mean, I think they kind of would have to go the way. I would know the NFL. I don't know the gambling way, but the NFL does it 
where I think it's like an hour and a half before the oh, game. It's 90, 90, inactives have to be out by 11.30 for a 1 o'clock right, game. So, it's 90 minutes. And if you're a team, I understand there might be a little bit of strategy in that. If you're a team and we're like, all right, we got, we're got preparing for Tom Brady, and then all of a sudden Brian Hoyer's starting. I mean, now it's kind of a little bit of a monkey wrench. All right, let me skip over a couple of callers and uh, take this one. 617-779-7937. 617-779-7937. Jermaine Wiggins, Greg Dickerson, Ken is here. Lucy's here as well. Uh, do you like the idea of an 18-game regular season schedule? If you don't like it, what exactly turns you off about it? Let's get uh, Rob. Can you punch him up for me, uh, Ken? Rob and Swampscott, you're up uh, first this morning on WEEI. Hi, Rob. Morning, guys. How you doing? Morning. Morning. Hey, um, Wiggy, you are spot on with this one, and I'm I'm semi shocked to say that because a lot of times you take you, your takes and, and mine don't necessarily agree. But <laughs> just a couple points of clarity for Ken and for our, uh, Mr. Dickerson. Um, Please call me. Greg. Yahoo Sports, Yahoo Sports, and ESPN pay the NFL big money for their to, to use the NFL Shield and to call out their teams and everything else on their fantasy sports. That's number one. So if you're going to go to 18 games, that is eight. That's that's two more weeks of of real play. So I would you would you would assume that that would actually mean more money, as as Jermaine was saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. When he said, well, second, uh, so you're gonna. It's actually 19 because I'm assuming you're still going to keep the bye. Well, obviously you'll keep the bye week. So right. you're talking 19 weeks of NFL yeah, football. Yeah, I mean, but it's the bye week. Nobody right. really cares about that. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying in general yeah. around the league, it's yeah. 19 weeks of football. But it's two more. It's two more weeks of play, which means there's two more weeks of games that people can bet on and play mm-hmm. in one week leagues or the, you know, so that it's more money right. for, for for the NFL because they're getting more money off of royalties from ESPN and Yahoo Sports or anyone else who wants to use the Shield. Second piece is um, the preseason games. Let's be real about this, okay? The preseason games. People are in the preseason games because the season ticket holders are forced to buy those preseason tickets as part of their season ticket package. Okay, that's reality. And the preseason and the, and the season ticket holders, they give those tickets away to their mothers, their brothers, their neighbors. You, take a, you go to a preseason game and ask someone sitting down, are you a season ticket holder? Compared to us, a regular season game, this, it's all people. It's like a novelty for those. Well, guys. Rob, that that was that was my point to Wiggy before is that uh, these games are still sold out. It's just not your regular season ticket holder who is there weeks, you know, one through uh, one through yeah, seventeen. But it, yeah, but it's not the it's not the season ticket holder, the fan that actually knows the game. It's it, you, you might get a family because there's a neighbor of someone. Yeah, what, who is has it, what does it matter? As, lo- as long but, as it's banged they're out and they're buying the concession. The because, they they s- don't care, because they're not watching the game. They right. don't care. They want to be able to post a picture on Facebook and said, look, I'm at the game, but they haven't watched but the game. But who cares? It's a preseason still, game. Who cares whether they're paying attention they or still not? Have as long to as they're sell, in the building. Tickets. Every seat in there is not a season ticket holder seat, right? As far as I know, every ticket is sold out for a preseason game as well. They sell them out. Maybe a hundred tickets, maybe that aren't sold out for week two of the preseason. Okay. Yeah, but again, you don't understand. The only reason why they're sold out is because the season ticket holders are forced to buy those tickets as part of this. No, we've said that, package. Rob. We've said that, Rob. So then, so then, if here's here's what you need to do: if season ticket holders weren't forced to buy those preseason tickets as part of their season ticket package, then let's see where you are for attendance. And then you're going to see Jermaine's point. Right, yeah, that, that's, I mean, because I'd like to know, out of the seats, let's call it, what, what is it, 70, 65,000 in Gillette, how many of those seats 
uh, bought by season ticket holders versus how many of those seats are not, right? right. So I don't, I don't know that number. Um, and I would imagine that there's still like, but you said like if if season ticket holders are buying ninety percent of the tickets because they have no choice, of course the place is gonna look like there's people there because they got no choice to buy them. They're probably giving those tickets away, like Rob said to their neighbor. Let's go to Mike in Framingham. Hi, Mike. Hey, how you doing? Good, uh, thanks. Two things. First off, the guy stole my thunder about the um the uh, what's called the exhibition games because mm-hmm. you're for, it's part of the package, you know. Right. So saying that stuff, it, it's stupid. And the other thing too is people don't like going to exhibition games because you don't get to see the stud. So now you can have two games where you don't see Brady, and the only difference is the game counts. It doesn't make a difference. I go first, if that was the case, then all those stupid other leagues would, would work. If it's just football, no, right. you go to see the stud. That's how it works. Right. So, so, Mike, you'd be upset if they added two extra games and the preseason game suddenly became meaningful, but Brady couldn't play. You wouldn't want to go to that game. No, no, it's, it's stupid. Why would I want to go to a game? That, you know what? The, the one Brady not play ever. It's the same for the playoffs. There. And it's not. And by the way, it's not just Tom Brady who wouldn't play. I'm sure you would. Fa- you you would have players. four or five. Maybe other Edelman top doesn't play. play. Who would play right? But, but Ken, that happens in every week. Ken, there's five guys. But Ken, you. you keep tying this 18 game schedule to preseason. But that's what's happening, Wiggy. They wouldn't add two extra games, and they would lop off two but, preseason but, games. Okay, so if you even and let's say you get rid of the two preseason games, and you got these two extra regular season yes. games, right? The, the, the issue is going to be if you put this rule in place that says players are only allowed to play in 16 games. That's what I'm talking about. Eliminate that rule. But they be- won't accept that. They've oh. basically said they won't. They, and, and, the players won't accept that. Go ahead, Mike. And what, one other thing, too. Somebody made a good point yesterday. You have punters and field goal kickers. So they, are they exempt from this rule? No. As far as we know, no. Expand the rosters, then you got two kickers. That's exciting. Then it costs you, cost you money. Yeah, but now you're talking, you're talking about owners. That's taking a little extra billion. Take you a, can little, pay? Take yeah, a but, little cut away but, from. Well, why can't you? But, just, but see, but see, why can't you just crap can uh, no, no, two preseason games? No, no, can? no. Why? See, because it's about money. But, but see, Ken's not thinking how the players would be thinking, right? So Ken says, "All right, add the two extra games." Now here's where you say players won't accept this 16. That's um, not me saying that. That's the Morris Smith saying. They're- well, no, no, no. But here's where I'm saying where I think the ultimately players will accept it because based off of that, right? So that means you got to carry an extra punter, an extra field goal kicker for two extra games. So what does that mean? That means that now that punter and that extra field goal kicker, they now eat into a real spot, a real football spot for a player to make the team. Well, they're going to expand the rosters. They would but, have well, to. I, I mean, you can only expand it so much. You're not going to carry. You're not going to carry 15 extra guys. Well, only they carry 90 in the preseason. So why not? You're not going to carry 90 players. 70. It's not college 70. football. 65. And have you know, yeah, uh, you know, college football and have 70 guys standing on the why side. Why not? That don't because but, it's not how so it works. Here, 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 Here's how I see it. Because that means you're going to have to pay those 90 guys more money. Here's how I see it. Tom Brady plays week one in December, week whatever, mm-hmm. 14, week 13. Brady plays. Patriots are playing the uh, the Jets in New York. It's a battle. Right. Patriots are down by two. Field goal kicker lines up. 40-yard attempt. Three seconds to go. Oh, that field goal kicker? It's not Steven Goskowski. Right. It's... Uh, 
Joey uh, Edwards. Joey Edwards. From that, the uh, United he's probably School good. of Kicking. Probably right. uh, no, that, Joey, Joey's, Joey's Joey only, was good in Division Two. Yeah, he only gets to play in two games. Right, exactly. <laughs> so you it. want Joey trotting out there to kick that game-winning field goal in That's why the kickers sit early. You don't sit him in December. That's why you have Guskowski ready in the bad weather. Yet, okay. Uh, so, know, so the weather's fine. So, so no, the weather's no, fine. No, no, so Ken is just afraid and, of his own shadow. In Ken's world, Joey plays in week three or four. Right. And they end up losing one of those games. Week three or four. Because of Joey. And now they win those games at the end of the season, but it's all of a sudden, it's like, man, we didn't get home field because we missed the field goal in week four that Joey Edwards missed from, you know, Winchester University. Let's not get on Joey anymore. Joey, Joey's already getting a lot of grief around here. <laughs> Poor Joey. Yeah, 617-779-7937. 617-779-7937. The uh, pluses and minuses of an 18-game regular season schedule. Wiggy Dickerson, see you guys lined up on the phones. We get to you for hour number two of uh, the WEEI morning show of which doesn't have a name currently, so we'll just call it the WEEI Morning Show. More phone calls, more of you guys, more Wiggy coming up. The WEEI Sports Radio Network. You're locked in to the WEEI Sports Radio Network. We had 57 ACL tears. Not a math guy. Does that does that likelihood go up or go down if guys are playing more? So where we start the analysis is not... Whether status quo is something that we're okay with, mm-hmm. we start the analysis on if I'm just pulling out ACLs or MCLs. Yeah. If we have 218, our goal is actually to make those less. I mean, we would never contemplate a, a world where even if you're playing 16 games in 18, that's still two more weeks of practice, right? So if the league wants to make a proposal yeah. about how to decrease injury, we'll hear it. Jamar Smith on uh, 106.7 The Fan, I believe, down in Washington. One of the other things he says is um, if a coal miner is willing to spend more time in the hole, does it likely result in more money? Yeah, but is it a good thing for him as a person? Uh, that, seem, that seems to be their talking mm-hmm. point because Eric Winston, who's the uh, NFLPA president, said basically the same thing. They're looking at it like, hey, get back. Now the, I don't see the comparison, but it's, it's, a, it's a stretch to right. compare the two. I, I understand where DeMar Smith is going and where Eric Winston is going, but it's a stretch to compare the two. You say that you think that the most players mm-hmm. would agree to this just simply for more cash, for more money. Yeah, because see, the, what, what you don't understand is that I know it's the NFLPA, right? But the voice isn't really for the majority of the players, right? When you think about the NFL and you say you think about this, well, we don't want to do this because we run the risk of more injuries and that. But the voice of the PA doesn't always reflect a majority of what the players are thinking, right? right. It, it, it kind of reflects more because everybody thinks about it reflects the Tom Brady's, the Drew Brees's, because those are all the guys you see, right? When they roll, when they need to get things done or if there's potentially a strike or if there's potentially situations coming down the pipe, you see all those guys. You see the guys that have gotten the good money, have gotten the guaranteed money. You know, you see those guys standing arm in arm. But the rest of the players, they're kind of like, you know, hey, how can I get more money? Because I know the average lifespan for an NFL player is three and a half years. Right. 
I'm thinking about right now and today and making as much money as I can because a it's injury that could could cut my career short or b they could they're always looking to replace me with the next guy so I need to make as much money as I can and if that means I'm going to make more money playing two more games I'd rather get those two more games and make more money so if you're playing two more games but aren't playing two really two more games there are I should say if there are two more games being played right but you're not necessarily playing two more games as a player then this is basically a no-brainer yeah I, most players I, yeah I think it would yeah most players would go all right you know I, I'll do that I mean it stinks that I don't that I'm gonna have to sit out these two games because there are gonna be guys thinking well damn what if this guy plays well and that kind of thing and now you know he takes my spot and a lot of guys might not be thinking like that but it, they will be thinking like well shoot I'm getting paid for 18 weeks but I only got to play play 16 mm-hmm. I'm all for that let's grab Chris uh down in Connecticut Chris you're up next on Sports Radio WEEI. Hi, Chris. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I was just wondering, as a player, um, would you have like, would you guys think that they would be apt to accept a deal of an additional season if they just added in an additional bye week instead, like two bye weeks a year? The guys don't have to sit those, you know, those two games or whatever, but everybody gets an extra rest. They have the room for it on the schedule, anyways. If you're chopping out the three seasons. Were there two bye weeks when you were around, still around, Wiggy? Because there used to be two bye weeks at one point in time. Was there two bye weeks? I don't think so. Okay. Not when I played. I don't at one remember. point in time, there were, for a number of years, yeah, I don't remember. two bye weeks. I don't remember having two bye weeks when I played. Would that float? Um, I, see, I think adding the extra bye week in there is pretty cool. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's good. But um, at the end of the day, I think uh, DeMora Smith, he does make a, a good point in the sense that you're still practicing, right? You know what I mean, like that. That's what. Yeah, we're but kinda... it's not practice like you practiced or guys right, in the nineties, right, eighties right, practice. Right. It's, it's not a, the same it, yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, it's a lot different. I mean, when, when we were just talking about the Patriots, okay, starting get tra- out there in shells and just yeah, start, when the, you know, run some sprints. When the Patriots start in training camp here in a couple of weeks, you think about you go to training camp. Training camp's now what, like two weeks, like fourteen days. Yeah. It's something ridiculously short. But yeah, I mean, you add those few extra practices in. We're it. talking about practice, man. Right. I'm. I'm. I'm with uh, Alan. The game that Wiggy loves. It's not the game, not right. the game that Wiggy loves. But yeah, I would say, and if you're gonna do that, add an extra bye weekend. I, I the guys would be all for that. You gotta love the owners, and according to the Wall Street Journal, Kraft and and Jones came up with this whole idea. You gotta love the owners. Hey, our first thought is we're all about the players. Everybody, right. we're not trying to. We're not. We're not trying to make a money grab here. We're, we're about the players. It's not about us and wanting more millions of dollars. We're saying, yeah, we're going to play more games. This is for you, the fans, to play more games. But we're not going to harm the players. They're not going to play any more football. That's well, the, that, it's smart by them because that's the way they're positioning this. We say time. thank you to you fans thank you to you for family. everything you've done. Especially those of you who are paying $150 a ticket right. for a meaningless preseason game in August. Thank you to you fans. Thank you. See, if I was if I was in the union and I was with DeMora Smith, I wouldn't be like so heavy on the 16 games. Like, all right, making that. Like, all right, if you want eight, want us to play 18-game seasons, seasons, we're only going to um, – but players are only going to be eligible to play in 16. I wouldn't be doing that. I would be like, all right, if you want us to play 18-game seasons, we need some guaranteed money. We need some guaranteed money. How can we figure out, okay, we need guaranteed money. If that means 18-game seasons, we need to figure out a way that you can guarantee 
money in some way, some form, because that's the biggest thing right here. That's what players want. If you're talking that to players, now their antennas are lighting up like crazy. That's the thing that I would be pushing for if I was uh, DeMora Smith is how do I get my guys guaranteed money? Everybody. I'm not just talking, you know, because That's a pipe dream. You know that. I know it's yeah, a pipe dream. anytime soon. Well, no, I know that. I mean, that I, I asked. You know, I used to be heavy into the 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 union when Gene Upshaw and I asked. And were you yeah, were you were you a rep? I, was, I wasn't a union rep, but I was all because I didn't want to do all that. But I was always you know wanting to know what was going on, talking to the rep. And uh, you know when when he when Gene Upshaw came, always asking why can't we do this? What's up with this? And the biggest thing is when you're talking about guaranteed money in the NFL, what makes it so hard is because of the. Um, the rosters being so big, right. and that's the that's the thing that makes it very difficult to get guaranteed money. All right, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Wiggy Dickerson in this morning on Sports Radio WEEI. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile five G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.